Hi, I'm Austin Artham. And I'm Taylor Patton. Welcome to Kitchen Table Podcast. Here to motivate, educate, and relate to you guys, sharing our stories, helping you get 1% better in all areas of your life. Welcome to episode 83.1, over our big debate about dividends and confidence. Taylor doesn't want to talk about it. Just look at the real. Taylor's right. You got to show confidence, but I'm also right. But that would, Sometimes I would show not dividends, but maybe inflated confidence. Dividends would be more shy. Uh, but anyways, people watch don't even know what dividends mean. Yeah, well, that's the problem. People don't people know the are, research. People are street smart here on this podcast, not book smart. Well, we talk book smart, street smarts, but we don't really need to get into that because we're both. We're just both geniuses over here. That's not inflated <laughs> confidence. That's just the truth. <laughs> uh, we did talk about the College World Series and some places we saw God. We did talk about the 888 rule, and we did talk about uh, some business stuff and trust. So... How can we take what we learned last week and put it into action this week, get 1% better in 14 minutes? Let me go. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. No, because I, like, I, I was thinking just about, like, like, again, like, if you don't have confidence in the thing that like, you want to be, like, okay, I'm thinking about, like, learning. Okay, so if, if we... They didn't want if to go Tyler didn't have like, okay, something. Okay, I was like, Tyler wasn't on a list that he worked at a company. So if he, we didn't have confidence, like to walk in there, and that, then we would have never been on the list. If we never got in, we never would have had food. Yes. So I think I, just again, like sometimes, like having I wouldn't say delusional like confidence, but just like acting like you are. Act like you belong. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. If you, if, you, if you don't act like you don't belong, you'll never be in the room. I agree. I do agree and with that. So I think just learning that and practicing that, like, to, to me, like, that's just, like, you have to practice that. You have to believe it. You have to believe that you belong in a room. Because I was thinking about, I was, like, looking around today. Like, we have a, our AM meeting, which is, like, all the GLs across campus, the, the morning GLs across campus week we meet. And I'm, like, and I was, like, sitting, I was, like, I belong in this room. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, I was like, I went and I went inside of my boss's meeting, and I'm like, I like can't believe I'm in this room. And then, but then I like thought about saying, I was like, no, like I can be in this room. I was like, I have a lot of room to grow. Before I, I belong in this room, but I can be in this room. See, and that's the thing you you said I have a lot of room to grow. You realize where you're at, but you still yes. are. You're you're at. Yes. You're trying to be confident, getting the experiment yes. experience because you're in the room. That's yes. That's the difference is, you know, where you're at currently. That's what I was yes. getting at. Why you explained it. You explained it. <laughs> I did it. And one of the things I wrote, I literally wrote this. One of the things I wrote <laughs> down is sometimes when I help kids kick or I talk about like sports psychology stuff, yeah. I talk too much and the point gets rounded out. Yes. You so talk. that's what I'm trying to work on is get to mm-hmm. the point. But I also, there's, there's also this uh, disinterest or doing a disservice if you don't give enough details because a lot of like 16 to 18 year old kids need that specific example. And it's sometimes I'm not very good at coming up with examples. Yeah. So that's where I I literally wrote that down that I need to get, I need to one, find ways to get the audience and two, trust the process and just get better at it and practice. Yeah. That's one of the things I wrote. You talk like like Jordan Peterson, but you're, you're not there logically. Uh, in some things, I am. If you want to talk about how to kick yeah. a football, I can be there pretty good. In some then, areas of sports okay, psychology, then, but then I can. you have to explain it to where like it's very smart, but very like yeah, you dumb, gotta dumb like, it down. Dumb down. Like, yeah. dumb down's not the words. It but, is like, though. 
Yeah. I hated uh, high school teachers who were like super smart, but could dumb it down. Yeah. Like the other day I was talking to a friend about something and he was trying to explain it to me. And both me and my wife were like, what is he trying to say? And I asked, I tried to ask him like seven different ways how to explain it. And I, at the end, I had more questions than I came with. I, I just didn't understand. That's, so that, that's always yeah. just bothered me. So I'm trying not to be, sometimes less is more. Yeah. Short to the point is better, not longer. Like an hour yeah. meeting doesn't need to be an hour. If you can get the points across in 10 minutes, yeah, move on. So I, I'm just, I'm working that's, that's at that. Right. Um, getting more feedback, trying to listen. So I just, yeah. I'm focusing on that. Uh, Glad we could use that example. <laughs> one one clap is what we got there. <laughs> um, another thing I learned with the business, since we're kind of going off that topic, is if you continually just search for money, then you're never going to get to the place of satisfaction. So if you're doing something because you love it so much, like, for instance, sometimes in kick lessons back in the day when I first started, it was more about I was ending five minutes before the hour so I could stretch and leave. Now it's more about like getting the work done. And if you go over 10 minutes, it's okay. Yeah. Or doing stuff for free. And then later on building those relationships and they know you do a good job. So they talk to others about you. Right. So then you end up making more money about it, but it's because you want to help them yeah. or you want to build a business like a coach. A coach shouldn't care about how much they get paid because they want good players. So they have to build that culture, which takes time talking, to do. You're talking about watering flowers, not picking flowers. Yeah. Yeah, literally. It's a good yeah. quote. Because like, think about like, so I truly, I just now understood this because I'm working with a football team um, that where I'm going to teach or whatever. And I don't know anybody. I literally just know the head coach now. That's, I mean, I'm learning people now, but yeah. And think about if you're a freshman, the freshmen have no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. right? They don't have any idea with the culture, but then the coaches tell me to help the kickers that are younger too. Cause then when they get to varsity, they already know what's going on. Yeah. Think about it. if you're a new head coach at a college program, you don't know anybody, you didn't recruit them, right? So you have four classes that you haven't, you haven't established any way with them, right? So it takes one year just to just say who you are and get things going, right? Like, so the baseball team I work with Valley, they literally get a schedule, they know their groups and they're on it, right? So I just fill in. But if a new coach was that way, you'd take a year just getting the routine going. Then the second year, those players help the new ones. And then you start to recruit, then your first class comes in. And by the time you get three, four classes and now your first group of kids that you recruited or built a culture with are seniors. Like things just take time. So yeah. if you do it just for the genuine love, cause you want to build it, that's where things really start to make, uh, make me and meat and stuff. So like an example is I was listening to Gary B again. You have two, two options. One, you can build skyscrapers and help everybody build the skyscraper. Right? So the city's just busting, right? Or you can tear everybody's skyscraper down. So yours just looks taller. So people look at competition or culture in a bad way, whereas really we should be trying to help everybody continue to learn, get feedback. Next thing you know, everybody's profitable in the long run. Two things. One, that quote didn't come from me. I'm pretty sure it came from Jay Chetty. 
Say, I said sure. Gary V. No, no, no. My my thing about water picking flowers. Oh. Like, okay, but for sure, you're talking about what, relationships. But I was just using in the reference of what yeah, we were I like talking it. about. Um, good referencing uh, there. I like yeah, it. and then second of all, yeah, it's, it's how you look at things. Like, it's either like you can you can always be looking. Your life's always set out for like your inner thoughts, your subconscious thoughts. If you're looking for like the bad and everything, or how to get one over on someone, yeah, and, and you uh, how to tear someone's skyscraper down. And that you're no longer looking for abundance, you're just looking to get to get food off someone else's plate. Yeah. Where if you're always looking for the good and always like there's always abundance, like there's there's enough for everyone to feed themselves ten times over. Yeah. So like why would you not continue like why would you not help other people build their side of skyscrapers? Yeah. Gary V is a very smart man. But he's not very book smart. Yeah, it didn't have to be. And that's what that, I'm, I'm just saying that because I don't know we, we were talking about Tuesday. last. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then, you, again, like, I think because we were talking about, I was like street smart and book smart are just like two of the same things, but the very different things. Maybe yeah. they just apply differently. Yeah. But the genuine, I would say the general um, prospects or way of going about life is generally the same. It's just, it helps if you're interested in it yeah. or it's a life or death type situation. Yeah. Like your geometry homework probably isn't life or death, you know, but versus you having to get a job and figuring out how to get clients. That's kind of life or death. So you got to provide. So that you're both that's problem solving. Yeah. It's just what one means more to you. Yeah. And how much effort you want to put into it. Or maybe it's your company is something you are really good at. Like if, let's say you're an electrician. I think you just understand you, how Yeah, it works. you're right. I think street smart is just knowing how to survive. Yeah. And book smart is knowing academics. Knowing how to thrive. <laughs> I just thought it rhymed. Um, Back on your point about the thoughts, though, and how you like we should build everybody else up. You have twelve, roughly twelve thousand to sixty thousand thoughts a day. I know that's a big that's range, but that's that's the that's what the researchable range is. I know oh, it's a big standard oh, deviation for it, but but if you like misery loves company. So like if you're saying if you're just trying to tear everybody else down, or in my case, like I said, if you're just trying to build for money. You're never going to be like happy no matter what. Yeah. You're always trying to chase the next person down. You're always trying to chase yeah. the next paycheck. And it's not just trying to do something. It's much more positive to chase the next person you can help yeah. if you look at it that way. So like having positive, I mean, thoughts or self-talk, whatever you want to have in that blank, I think is important, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. So that's all I got for my week. 888 rule I'm pretty good at, but I'll continue to try to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'm sleeping more. I should work out double. Oh. Get a, I really want to go shoot hoops, but I just get – I hate showering twice in the day. I wish you could – you know like when you go to the pool and you walk and then there's a shower right there, you just dunk yourself quick? Yeah. I wish I could do that with an actual shower. I walk mm-hmm. in my house, shower, dunk, done. <laughs> you could. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. I mean – I, I should get a cold tub like you, though. You gotta, I, gotta, I, I gotta fill up. You got a referral it's, code? It's, it's, on the, it's on the list there. You can do it tonight. You got time. Time to sleep. What else you got for the week? How else are you going to get better? Anyways, there, doodle man. <laughs> yeah, I really doodled this week. Uh, I really want to get back and, like, letting my workouts be a place of growth instead of like a place of like, I want to say stress, but like work. 
it's not like my work's like uh, very to me not very stressful but it's very like thought consuming yeah like i can't like just focus just on like being stress-free because i'm always focused on like what people need and like fixing people's needs and wants and i feel like if i don't really like, reply in a timely manner like quick then like i'm inconveniencing them but then like that's just inconveniencing myself because i'm not giving myself that justice so i think just like allowing myself to have those two hours just to like relax and decompress because it used to be very like rewarding and then probably like last two weeks it's been very like it feels more like a job to work out now than it does yeah two two other options you could try is one just put your phone on do not disturb but you'll be thinking about it two this is a little more out of your control but you could do what is in your control to set yourself up so when you leave work that it minimizes, obviously you can't control other people's actions, but minimizes the amount of stuff you might get, whether that's leaving notes for people or letting them know what might come up. Or like I did like an obstacle sheet um, for the, the leadership group. Yeah. So I did what obstacles might you face coming up? And then mm-hmm. they have to think about that so that, they, that way they're prepared for it. Yeah. We kind of like do the same thing. We just call it worst case scenario. Yeah. Then yeah. not really obstacles. I would say like, worst case scenario, middle case scenario, best case scenario. Like I'd put them all down. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to think so you can get back because it, it's easy to say like in my shoe, just say like for me, it's easy. Just say, screw it. Don't care. The next two hours I'm doing what I want. You know, like, yeah. cause that's, that's my time. Cause it's just, it's so important to me that I just, I just don't care. Cause it's yeah. just so high on the priority list. But I also don't, like I'm also just confident that my problems will be there when I come back, whereas your problems might be escalated when you come back. Yeah. So you just got to find a way to get that, whatever would ease the tension so that way you can be more free like before. Or another, what NBA guys do is they go half and half. So kind of like what you've been doing, I guess, like they do half their workout or like their uh, pre-workout stuff at one time. Yeah. And then afterwards, like if they go to work or, well, they don't go to work. They do their shoot around or do a video shoot or whatever. Then they finish their workout after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I do three, four days out of the week. Yeah. Cause I do all my stretching, go to work, come home, then work out. And I just jump right to the workout. Yeah. That's a little easier, but we find a That's way. all I got. I'll let you keep you updated for next week. All right. Sounds like a plan. So next week. Actually. Yeah. So well, it's all right. They'll figure it out. All right. We'll let you, you guys surprise next week to next two weeks, actually. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Love you. Bye.